0: Hello everyone, I'm Grandmaster Laurent Fressinien, welcome to the ninth episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast, where I am once again joined by my dear friends, Grandmaster, future Deputy President, maybe, who knows, uh, Peter Heine Nielsen, and future commentator of uh, the Candidates Tournament, Jan Gustafsson, this is almost uh, guaranteed, I would say it's guaranteed even. How, how is life, guys?
1: I'm I'm very tired, I can say. that. Uh, I'm, I'm right now in the United States, and teaching at a chess camp, which is uh, extremely fun and, and interesting, but also actual work. I mean, you know, wake up six o'clock in the morning, you spend three hours, um, well, um, sort of preparing the lecture, you give interviews about the, the campaign, you answer journalists, then you go there, you have six hours lessons. Uh, Actually, for me, I found out that teaching sort of the, the strongest players is, is quite easy. And that's, well, we just talk about chess, but uh, I just had one and a half hours with uh, 20 nice but noisy kids. And uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's a bit bit tough. It's not um, well, I'm used to two noisy kids at home, but 20 is a, um, it's not a handful, it's actually four handfuls. So that's, um, that's an interesting cha- challenge.
2: How do you establish your authority? How do you make them to shut up? Do you yell? Do you throw things? Or uh, do you just ignore Neither. Them?
1: I think uh, at least uh, two of the sort of regular coaches comes in and try to tell them to to calm them down when I just am uh, my usual jovial self and don't do much. No, no, if you have a good trick, I would be very interested to hear. But, uh, and else also... That should
0: be... I mean, the, the trick is to be strict at the start. I mean, like, uh, if you're not strict at the start, then it's over, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah but also, but I got a bit short chance because... It seems like all the experienced coaches know that in the beginning of the day, the kids are fine. But after sort of lunch break, having had a lot of junk food, they, they completely run out of energy and high, high and such. So, And of course, Ogor made sure that he got the early lesson uh, like that. So it is complicated, but also very much an experience and a lot of fun, I have to admit. I will make one complaint, though, as Jan is here, that uh, I traveled here by Lufthansa and uh, we are day four or five of the camp and they haven't delivered my bags yet so that's also a bit annoying but so, y-
0: so you mean that uh jan is responsible for lufthansa and uh, to a certain extent yeah. i would say it is a german company
1: yes
2: <clears throat> yeah apologies on behalf of <laughs> lufthansa thank you for your understanding your bag will arrive shortly i have a trick by the way if you struggle establishing your authority in front of the the audience. What you should do is just imagine that all of them are FIDE employees.
1: (laughs) And and, and that you are on Twitter. That is true. Maybe I I will try it tomorrow. I will make an angry tweet if I don't... uh, Yeah. Good point.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Sounds excellent. So you're in Charlotte with the Charlotte Chess Club. Topalov is there. Orgor is there. It's... The, the creme de la creme of so, chess yeah. coaching.
1: Uh, well, for me, it's the first time <laughs> in 15, 20 years I do classes. So, but Topolov seems to be used to it. He, he does it, well, seems to, to go easily. And Orgo of course, for him, it's uh, well, it's his core element in so sense of teaching. And so. For me, actually, it's a bit difficult that uh, I'm used to working with Magnus. Before that, uh, Anand and well, believe it or not. But they didn't ask me a lot to explain them some of how chess works, so I don't have that much experience in this area
0: so this is a new thing you are you are going to to do on a regular basis, or you just take it one um, by one. It's not like um'm I'm, do, I'm doing stuff, it as, as
1: regular as I'm asked, so that's been like once in fi- fifteen years right no I just uh well they asked me I was curious to see it it somehow fitted my calendar. it was before I was uh sort of expecting this campaign to happen and things like that so yeah.
0: So did someone before Baish, before Polet's offered you to, to be a deputy president? This
1: uh, training camp was, was uh, planned for a long time, for sure,
2: yeah. Yeah, but does someone... See, such a politician. No, Is it the first time it's you've different.
0: been offered to be a deputy president or not? No, no, it's, uh, the, because
1: the, the dishwasher is going. I actually didn't hear it. Can you repeat the question?
0: Yeah, is 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 this the f- is this the first time you've been asked to to become a deputy president? Because then you seem to say yes uh, when there is a, uh, an
2: offer. So you are, I mean, you are you are actually correct. Yes, yes. But Peter struggles <laughs> saying no. We yeah. can get him to do stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he came to Paris actually to record this video. First, so. f- first come to, to Hamburg
2: so. as well. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Anyway, big. what about so how y- is life, Jan? Jan, exactly.
2: Yeah, I got back from. Um, where were we? In yeah. Stavanger? Expertly, I had an early morning flight and in order not to miss it, I didn't sleep all night. Ah. So I'm not sure how great an idea that is, but that's my, my usual technique. Then I got back and I've also been teaching. Or teaching is a big, big word, but I'm having some Zoom calls with the German national team. We're preparing for the Olympiad. We're, we're looking at chess openings and I think at this point they figured out that either I'm lying to them or that all these secrets from Magnus' custom preparation—they were hoping for that there might not be that many secrets to find. Like it's—it's it's very interesting and it's enjoyable, but they do have engines, so it's very hard to tell them any any particular new secrets. And usually, Grunfeld, ah, yeah, Bishop B5 check, interesting, Queen A4 check, interesting, yeah, no, clue, never looked at it. I'll—I'll I'll have to step it up. But no, it's good. Um, it's a good group. We're having fun. It's very laid back, and everyone's a huge theory nerd just pushing the button, playing the first line of the computer. So we so understand you're still t- yeah, th- kicking oh. us in. Yeah, sorry, sorry, please, please. please no, go. I'm
1: saying in the German team, it's a huge harmony at the moment uh, from a social perspective.
2: Currently, there's gigantic harmony. There's small talk, banter, no hard feelings whatsoever. It's It's amazing. It's like. The the French team, but only because Maxime and Alireza are playing. Right. Why, I
0: mean I mean you you know, you know, you you came to our place many times last last Olympiad and you you could see that the the harmony is uh uh whatever happens actually.
2: I think the word you're looking for is not harmony, it's white <laughs> Okay. Yeah, actually it's a good uh like um
0: transition. I, I should I should mention that I'm in French league. And uh well this is the first day I have reasons to complain because I had a great position, but I only made a draw. The first few few rounds went very well for me. I was making quick draws, I mean like according to my status of a member of the chicken chess club, but today today was not uh, yeah, it was really uh, painful.
2: But sorry. Did you draw you know your I games? won
0: one game yesterday against the twenty two hundred? But the team is doing Okay, that's a proper second yeah, so, result. Yeah. Beat the yeah. Let's but the, rest. Uh, the team is doing incredibly well with Naidich. Six and a half out of seven he's just a machine. I mean, it's just he's just incredibly confident, which I cannot. I mean, I mean, he's confident at the start of the tournament, and what is funny with him, I like. I mean, it's normal, yeah, but he's winning game after game after game, and he just becomes a machine. I mean, and uh, also Donchenko is playing. Is he
2: in the German team? No, that's uh, that's a topic for later. It's,
0: uh, he yeah. has seven out of seven. Yeah. He's just
2: so winning every game. It's insane. He just beat Jordan today with black. He's beaten Eric Gaisi. He's yeah. beaten. No, he's he, be- he beat Jordan today. Um, who was it? Uh, yeah, he beat Jordan today. He beat another 2700, the, the young Russian so guy. I
0: know, actually, I'm anything. in the tournament. Um, so the he's tournament. just Russia. Okay, Domchenko. Uh, uh, Domchenko, so he's playing for uh, quite a weak team. Uh, so uh, I'm playing for Biche and we are leading with 7 out of 7, mainly thanks to, to Naidic actually. And uh, <laughs> we will play the last decisive round against, uh, most likely it will be decisive, against Sanier with MVL, Alexeyenko, Ezipenko Musa I mean, very strong team. So they are slight favorite, but I mean, who knows, in one match
2: anything can happen, I guess. But your team spirit can make up the yeah. Rating we have na-
0: very, very nice dinners. Uh, actually, I just come from one of
2: them, and uh, well, this is how are dinners in the French league nowadays. <laughs> I used to play not a lot, but for me it was yeah. tough because my French is not great. And you have three hours lunch before the game. And then you have five hours dinner. Actually, after there, the is game. No, there is, is no there is no social life French, before it's, it's the rough. game,
0: but uh, after the game there is a three hours dinner waiting for you. Uh with some some good food, good salami, uh good duck uh tonight, good wine. Uh everything is uh ve- ve- well there is very good restaurants uh, in Chartres. Uh where we are in Chartres where Ali actually Aliza lives. But Chart? Yeah Ali Reza lives and Kamsky. Yeah do? and Kamski as well, yeah uh, it's maybe one of the strongest city in France. Yeah. There is uh, as well as some other gunmaster I think Demut is living here. I mean like okay. Because it's a good, it's it's a a good trick
1: question, which uh, resident of Chartres has won, uh, has played a world championship match, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, for,
1: <laughs> sorry for interrupting. Uh, I would also want to take tell a French uh, league dinner story from now, right? I remember at some point we were there with Grishuk and he was sort of telling the, the waiter I would like to have a cognac and sort of, well, he's, the waiter said a glass, no, no a bottle, and uh, the, well, we don't really sell it by the <laughs> bottle, we cannot just buy the whole bottle or something like this. No, there were some negotiations going on there. <laughs> so Yeah, there. French League, is, is,
0: is quite something. Yeah, okay. Hmm. No, as long as you Sorry. win, it's all fine, and we have like some yeah, nice, performance. nice dinner, the spirit is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll probably win till the, I mean, we are a huge favorite to win the first 10 matches, and then the last match uh, uh, will be, will be. Obviously tough uh, because MVL and Alexenko made it. Uh, on another note, I, I don't know if we're planning to. to Ah, we will talk about it uh, later. Ivan Chuk couldn't come, which was really a pity. Uh, mm-hmm. th- he was blocked at the, at the frontier. Not only Ivan Chuk, actually, but another Ukrainian. No, no not at the frontier. Yeah, he, come, he,
1: he didn't leave at all. Uh, was, uh, I have been criticized for misguiding that story with a tweet, but we can talk about that later.
0: So you are you are, you are on, this source, uh,
2: on on Twitter. I'm only following you on Twitter. So we,
1: we can, right, can we, we can talk about it, it
2: now? What's, go, what's going on in the French league? What uh, no, what, no, what it's, it's just something. about
1: Ivanchuk couldn't play, and uh, I think Bulochkin by mistake uh, said that uh, they were stopped at the border, but it just meant that they couldn't cross the border. The rules in the Ukraine is that uh, males between 18 and 60 is not allowed to leave the country, and uh, there has been exceptions, for instance, for playing the European Championship. Yeah, because then they're representing like the country in a uh, sort of uh, official uh, event, while playing the French League uh, is a private uh, uh, event where you go there to, to play for yourself and uh, well, then you should stay home instead. So that's the rules. So that's why they can't uh, play. And of course, then the argument from, for someone like IOC, IOC becomes that should Russian players actually have better possibilities to play than Ukrainian players who have to stay at home. But uh, we can take such later and um, what's wrong with Feeder this week's section.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, what? no, <laughs> it's, it's a new topic. Actually, it's not what's wrong with Finland this week. What are you going to fix with Finland? <laughs> yeah. What we can do, both actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you were both in um, in Stavanger for the NoHS, which uh, Magnus won. Uh, I was expecting him to to make um, somewhat better scores than uh, plus three. Actually, after our last week uh, episode, he started with he had plus two very quickly. And he had some amazing pairings. Yeah,
2: plus three very quickly yeah. after six rounds. but then He almost yeah, he lost to, to,
0: to MVL in the last round. So it was not... Of course, it's a tournament victory, so it's great. But one could expect uh, better. Peter, you... No. I, mean, I was expecting <laughs> better. I'm always <laughs> expecting better from Magnus.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think that sort of... Um, in the three wins he had, he played excellently and such. But... And plus three is um, well, it's more or less what you would expect from Magnus. If he does plus two, it's not too bad. Plus three is quite decent, and more than that would have been excellent. So I think you're being a bit too harsh on him. But of course, in the end, there was obvious signs of, let's say, tiredness and, and bad moves. And uh, he, he somehow getting himself over the finish line and winning in the event was a bit, um, I wouldn't say lucky, but uh, things could have obviously have gone wrong on, on numerous occasions and stuff like that. So... Um, Oh, I agree with you. At some point, it looked like it would be more, but also, I mean, as his coach, if we have discussions that Magnus only won the tournament, it's not, uh, it's not going too badly, would be my impression.
2: It's the old Kramnik quote: "Never question the form of the winner." But yeah, when he had four out of six winning every yeah. white game, and the one he didn't win, where he was winning against Wang Hao, looked like he was just cruising. He mentioned that he's had some. Well, health issues may be strong but that he's been getting sick a lot and that he yeah, felt he was running already. it felt a bit
1: like he lost uh, lost a bit of steam still again, no doubt
0: yeah he almost lost that, uh, very crucial game, yeah? against that mm-hmm. uh, and
1: also i think uh, yeah. he he's, he, afraid, he's he scored unusually little in the Armageddon. maybe he ended up a three out of six yeah. but generally it's a discipline where he had been completely crushing i forgot if his score was around 90 percent uh, in the last two or three times, and now it was down to 50, which is uh, quite surprising. for, I mean, well, that people actually play sort of an equal score with Magnus and Armageddon is, is pretty surprising to me, at least, I would say.
2: Yeah, especially he lost. Yeah, he struggled, especially with Black, no? Keep keeping up the, the timing. He lost to Tari, lost to Vichy Wesley, as well, which so was lost, very, very surprising to me. To Vichy. But uh,
0: Vichy just uh, uh, collapsed. Uh, towards the end uh, which is a pity would you I mean of course this queen f3 which we saw against Mamedyarov which when Mamedyarov didn't understand uh, that was I saw your interview with him uh, Jan it was kind of uh, <laughs> kind of funny that he didn't see it but he was sure that he would see it I don't know how sure I would be to see
2: it actually I hope I would Which should maybe explain what yeah. you're talking about Vishy. in the eighth round I think he made a move yeah. queen to b5 looked like a normal move at first sight and then he sat at the board and you could see within a second of him pressing the clock he shook his head then Mamadyarov came back to the board and anand instantly resigned without waiting for a reply and mamad was very confused because yeah it looks like an position. and mamad said that he had expected queen to be five but turns out after that move black has a checkmate in or basically a yeah. checkmate has a trick that after queen takes f3 King takes f3, knight h4, his checkmate. And yeah, I don't think it's that easy to see. Like, I think, yeah, it's very possible. I'm not sure what number we would assign. No, it's funny because if you give it it as a puzzle,
0: we all see it in one second. I mean, like. uh, Obviously,
2: but uh, over the board, if you're playing Vishy and Vishy just play queen b5, you don't expect anything.
0: Yeah, so. um, Yeah, actually, it was stupid to design, that's for sure. Uh, but okay, in the, um, when you realize you made such mistakes, sometimes you're just doing uh, something even more stupid. Yeah, you're also yeah. so disgusted
2: with yourself that you were not just here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so I don't know how... Sh- and, and, and he gave my...
2: Mem- Still, this shouldn't, be the, this shouldn't be the memory from yeah. Vichy's tournament because he played amazing. He played his first tournament in three years, his first classical tournament. And he was very much, well in contention for the win and frankly looked like the strongest player and at a, at a moment when he was completely yeah. winning against Magnus, he was really crushing the tournament. He then, yeah, couldn't couldn't wrap it up, but there was an amazing performance after. Very after much so, break. no doubt about that. I mean,
1: no, I mean, yeah, I think he, uh, he was a bit yeah, sur- no, I just... surprised himself, was my impression. But he said that, well, he did some interview, maybe the one I saw with you, I forgot, but he was also talking about he didn't know it. But of course, he had prepared for the events uh, and things like that. And, uh, well, he we just has huge chess understanding, and if he doesn't blunder anything, why wouldn't he do well? You could argue, right?
2: No, of course, but still, yeah, I was very impressed with the with the break. Of course, he's in touch with openings, but you could also see, yeah, that he was just outplaying yeah. people. Um, no, that was just
0: simply amazing. I mean, I just because we, we talked
2: back. about it uh, last week, and we were,
0: yeah, uh, the really um, incredible start, and uh, yeah, actually, you have maybe has this feeling that. Uh, that's not the result. Is not actually the result be- because of the, that game against Mamadyarov when he's losing all his chances to win the tournament. So it's a bit, some kind of um, deception, I guess. But uh, yeah, overall it's had been just great and well, very, very surprising. And it gave uh, Mamadyarov chances to, to win actually uh, the the tournament. He had the very uh, he had the crutch game against uh, Rajabov in the last round, where they apparently. Uh, it was a normal game, which is not the case. I think this is the first time they are playing a normal game, like not pre I mean, like everybody knows about that. And um, yeah, it was a it was a very sharp game, and uh, yeah, I don't know, it was a very confusing game. Peter, you are you are laughing. So no, no, I just <laughs> want to have a
1: juridical disclaimer before you publicly call them out for illegal match fixing.
0: But go on, yeah, you, you can talk again. Yeah, I can, I can, I can guarantee that. Okay. okay. I mean, like you, you have to. <laughs> I mean, like they are. I mean, they are doing match, fix, uh, match fixing before. Uh, I mean, all their games except that one. I mean, the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. I mean, some Fide Grand Prix. It was really ridiculous. In World Cups, they did as well. I mean, they always do do that. So. <laughs> and I think they are not hiding from that.
2: Yeah, that's why it was, or <clears throat> it was. There were some suspicions because people. Yeah. <clears throat> obviously had these thoughts. But the game itself I was I was surprised that yeah it looked like a very proper proper fight and there's also no reason to stage a a draw that yeah wouldn't benefit Mamed Yarov. It was just a sharp game. Like Mamed Yarov had an attack sacrifice in exchange. Rajav was down to five minutes but then gotta give him credit here. He defended amazingly like in a position that looks like it should collapse with very little time. He just made a lot of excellent, excellent it defense. Sound,
1: sounds strange, but if yeah, maybe it was almost right. Radjabov's best performance. There, yeah, right? for sporting performance
2: yeah. for sure. Like keeping that position with five minutes against someone who was really fighting. Yeah, and, and especially it was, was very
0: much very in the person. style of Mamedov with his initiative. You know, like uh, yeah. he loves this. I mean, like he thinks he's winning first of all. Uh, even if it's not the case, uh, so he's very uh, enthusiastic, very optimistic, and calculating, his calculations are, are just incredibly sharp.
2: They both yeah. played incredibly well, I was sitting there with the engine, like, you could discuss some moves, but there was no serious mistakes, like, all the way, so, no, it was just... It was a, variance, a very exciting
1: last round, if anything, finish. I was a bit surprised that Mamriav took the draw in the end, but of course... He had lost momentum, things were out of control.
2: But he looked dispirited that he couldn't break through and all of a sudden the position is no longer better. He seemed tired. I, like, yeah, I, I can happens, understand I it. A of, way, the moment.
1: Like, of course, we were very happy about it because uh, well, Magnus got to win the tournament. So from our perspective, it was very
2: good. Uh, so. I attended the closing ceremony where Peter was absent because he's a very busy um, politician and chess trainer. He left early in the morning to go to to the States. And... Um, I'm not sure. Uh, The
1: game finished around ten o'clock in the evening, and I left left six o'clock in the morning uh, next day. To well, I left four o'clock in the morning from the hotel, actually. So it's tough being a
2: chess coach and a a politician, right? uh... (laughs) Must be very rough. But yeah, wasn't it? Was a nice dinner, but not all that much to to report in the in the gossip department.
1: I have no clue, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah Sorry. i am yeah, was i, no I was up. only ha- only hanging out with peter. you there I'm so i don't know it. much but um... that is true like i felt very very awkward being being around people again as usual and so we stuck to the people we've known for yeah for 20 years well peter of course thinks i'm this Social butterfly because I like say hi, <laughs> Um but it felt strange to me like with people I don't know that well. <laughs> so we <with>, zoom. <with laughs> um, we're we're no longer young looking so, for connections. So tell us, Jan, no? when
0: uh, actually when Peter left, so you could spend the whole evening with uh, your your buddies uh, Anish and Erwin, without Peter complaining.
2: No, Erwin, yeah, I met once, met I think before rest day. For two beers, I, I'm sure I complained about this, the 28 euros that we paid for the two beers and so on. But yeah, no, Erwin I've been friendly I, with. I, yeah,
1: I'm actually, o- o- I was, I'm, on I'm also hap- in uh, the late very friendly with Erwin. We shared a car at some point for 10 minutes, I think. The first minute I was su- not sure, should we not talk or whatever, but then we just started talking. And well, what was the big deal? I think that that I have a sort of fight with uh, Anish, it's not going to affect that, uh, is my impression.
2: The magic of talking. <laughs> I just wanted to mention for the record that, of course, I'm also very friendly with Anish. I just didn't have drinks with him because I guess like he was <laughs> was not into into drinking. He was asleep <laughs> at that time. But yeah, at the closing, at the closing, they had a fixed seat order, so I couldn't oh hang boy. out with my with my Dutch buddies. Such a pity. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you resign, yeah. by the way, from the Dutch? Uh, you you used to be a Dutch team captain in the, the last Olympiad, actually. So you just uh, last year you couldn't make it because of the match. But then how, how did that work? And then you got this job over from uh, Germany or uh, how did that? I mean, did you resign or did they fire you or I'm a bit curious, sir.
2: This was covered on a previous episode of the Chicken Chess Club, but we, we can is. do it again. And um, no, my job uh, by, on the Dutch team got taken by Smates because of my loyalty to you guys, because we went early to Phuket. <laughs> and to prepare for the match and okay. i didn't want to go to the european team championship because it was and two days before and yeah then i ch- I got the offer from germany or i got, got in touch they got in touch and of course i checked with my dutch boys what the plans for the olympia were but they were they were very happy with smates who's yeah. who's a nice guy yeah. can't really can't really hate smates for it um and yeah, I think it worked out well. Oh, for it's everybody. always tr- so tricky
1: when you skip a turn. I just, remember that uh, yeah. for the 2013 World Championship match, right? I couldn't work with Magnus because, uh, well, uh, I had promised Vichy to stay neutral, right? But of course, you are afraid that he's going to stick with uh, Fresh and the Fresh and the gang and you'll just be out, right? So it's tricky sp- skipping turns like that.
2: But that's why it's good if your, your co-workers or uh, the people that report to you, if they're not, there, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if they don't have leadership was, qualities. can point, leave. Huh? <laughs> sit on yeah, one thank event. You. <laughs>
0: thank you, Peter. You took so you took Hammer and myself, and that was all fine. You got by your job immediately. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, can it? Okay. So, uh, so what's going on in the chess world uh, as well? Some something more on uh, Stavanger. Or I think we covered it all. A beautiful event, of course, that we want to see every year basically i mean it's a nice event and this armageddon i think it's it's quite a decent idea actually i like it why not it doesn't
2: i think it's fine like for uh, for the show it makes it a bit more interesting if you have these armageddon's in between like we're chess nerds so we mainly care about the classical and who wins and loses rating but i
1: I, I will make a complaint that has absolutely no relevance except for me that as a second is annoying you have to basically be standby uh, the playing hall is quite far from the hotel, so you go to the hotel, you rest a little bit, but you have to be ready to g- go all the time if the game is a draw to sort of go there and chat a bit and help with the openings and such. So I think it's an excellent rule; it's just uh, slightly annoying for seconds. But I, I don't think the main problem of the chess world is to <laughs> not, not annoy
0: seconds. So uh, tell us about your your day routine in uh, in Stavanger, please. No, Peter, no, as sorry, you did during the match, please, 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 yeah. please. No. I so we'll uh, will not be
2: able to uh, keep up. Uh, I'm going to refuse game. to comment on that. So,
1: <laughs> I I think in politics there should tra- be transparency, but it's completely different. And let's say in sports or even in private companies, it's very different. Now he's making it sound
2: like there are all these secrets he could mention. We <laughs> just want to know how you spent your time. I might even be yeah, contractually uh, obliged not to say it. Wow, nothing.
0: No, don't, don't worry. Welcome, we'll come to it. Welcome oh. to to politics. I think it will be a <laughs> major uh, part okay. of the of the show because you just became uh, Peter officially a candidate. No, that at, was that was um, was a previous episode as well. Um. No, 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 no. That was your Super Bowl day. The <laughs> uh, next day oh, of okay. the of the previous oh, episode. You right. didn't <laughs> know. You had like three three countries uh, rooting for you. I mean, I mean, come on. I'm, during the candidates episode, we knew that. No, actually, right. I, yeah. I, I signed corrected. So, yeah. uh-huh. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Actually. So our producer wrote about Prague, which is a nice tournament, but uh, I don't see any kids actually winning ratings. So that's a bit weird.
2: No, they're in the challengers. I didn't really follow the masters, but all the kids are in the challengers. Keimer, Abdusatarov, Hans that's Hans so Niemann. I've only followed ah, the I challengers,
0: follow the, the, the masters, but that's boring actually. I, I will. The good stuff is. Yeah, yeah the challengers. I, is I will where just the, where embarrass actions. myself and say up. that. Who won? Yeah, these young kids are just so good. Yeah, Abdusatov, Kamer. Uh, now I see in French league here, uh, Eriqazi is not doing too well. Uh, surprisingly, Ezipenko is losing like 25 points here, or 20. I mean, there was 20, 2300. I mean, it's just a disaster. But he's playing too much, my boy. Jesse Penko, is playing non-stop. Like, just <coughs> just take a, a disaster break. Disaster for him. This is amazing. He looks completely dead. I mean, like, uh, he looks tired. Yeah, actually. And um, well, when the guy plays, the guy plays break. something. He will think for half an hour, looks disgusted, and then plays some, some very poor move. I think he won his first game yesterday. So that's really a disaster for him. I don't, I don't know why. I mean. Um, He's losing only 15 points, okay. And he do a today, but. Uh, <laughs> Apart from that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Isn't he Eric Geissi or who are we no, talking about? No, it's Penko Ah, Ezipenko. Yes, ah, I want Eric Geissi to take a break. Ah, uh,
0: Eri Geissi ah, is I on. Still, Eri plus take two, a break. and he has, he lost, he's losing three points. There's also your boy Nial Sarin.
2: Ah, okay, that's not too bad.
0: Who's, He's yeah, on plus he three and winning six fighting points. Excellent. So pretty, pretty solid uh, for them. But it's hard to, I think we, we said in the last, uh, in one of the last episodes, I think that Eri I think Jan and myself just agreed that Eri could be the most
2: promising of, of them. I, I don't think I said that. Also, my Indian Kids Power Rankings, I'm willing to change all the time yeah Gukesh is what 2685 yeah. now is just yeah. crushing this champions chess tour I think the race
0: is still yeah it's, very open it's hard to say yeah from one day to another it's just changes mm-hmm.
2: so in this challengers that's the one I've been following is doing well won some rating so is up to Satorov and Niman and the the local Czech guys are having a rough time with these kids like Stoshek, Radchek, Michalik, Shishanovsky. Not like they're losing every game, but overall, kids are. They on top are of very the good. Table. In the Masters, I yeah, haven't they are much. Yeah, they're very good learn.
0: players, but yeah, it's too tough. These kids are just uh, too tricky. And the Masters, uh, Lee Le Kuang Liem. Uh, that's why I was wondering why our producer was uh, saying that, but because Lee kwang Liem is leading. With uh, plus three I wrote... and uh, Aikishna is plus two, so I mean, not much new under the sun, I would say. It's uh, very logical. Um, I mean, like it's not nothing shocking there. So, Tempris. um yeah, French League we already discussed. There is not much uh, new except this seven out of seven from Donchenko. I mean, like he looks so confident. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, we have seven out of seven Donchenko and six and a half out of seven Naidich. I mean, it's just uh, amazing how they play. And Tomo, I uh, know ah, it's after Tomo. Uh, actually, ah, can, team. can we just make a short uh, between...
1: break? You are mentioning two German players who doing incredibly well, and Gustafsson had picked neither for the national team.
0: Naiditch N- N- is not German. I mean, he's German, but he's playing for. I mean, he's supposed to play. Uh, he's not playing for sure. He's playing for uh, under the flag of Azerbaijan, as far as I know. He moves. There since 2016 or something Jan can you confirm
2: i do not know which flag he's i think playing under currently i i honestly don't know like he played for azerbaijan in the past i know there were talks of him returning to play for the german federation where i think the german federation with their rich history um, wasn't too keen on it, but I, do, I honestly don't know the status. I don't know if he's playing for any team at the Olympiad. As for Donchenko, yeah, that's a great pity, of course. Like Donchenko, he was German number one, had like 2.675 about a year ago. And then just everything started, or I don't know, the timeline is probably wrong. Maybe it was two years ago, but everything started falling apart from him. for him. And he went down from 2.675 to 2.599. So, yeah, he had this huge crisis and rating-wise was 35, 36 points behind the others. So, I couldn't put him on the team, but it's great to see him doing amazingly. And now he's winning in this one tournament, like, what, yeah. 33 rating points in seven games, which is pretty much unheard yeah, of. Yeah, no, here. I mean, just... A um, 2,600 player, is yeah, completely it's completely just... insane. So, he's right right back and yeah. I would predict he'll be on the team in the, yeah. in the future. It's, yeah. I, it's I just video. want so, to. So I just Sorry, sorry, please go ahead. No, I
1: want to say one thing general, but uh, please don't misunderstand it for critique of Jan. But I've always. Yeah, you will. In, I will let's I say other sports like football, you would have like uh, a certain amount of players, and only in the absolute last minute, you might uh, kick out the last ones to have more flexibility. That is never the case in chess. Somehow, the Olympiad, we seem to think that we should take the team like two months before. Is it because people has to plan or not professionals to the extent that the professional football players are? Or is it more heuridical that FIDA actually wants to have the names uh, in advance?
2: So you're arguing both ways. You're saying there should be a stable team or built over many years and you're saying the lineup should be picked no, one no, day before I'm, I'm just the No, so instance, you can react to last in, in,
1: in football, you might see that some players are only deselected one week before the, the absolute last training camps. And I'm wondering if it's not legal to do it in chess or in chess we just... Uh, Well, players are not so professional that they are willing to say that uh, we will really like to play the Olympian And if you tell us one week before, it's enough, uh, in a way.
0: I mean, it's very, it's much more about, first of all, I mean, for me, in my case, uh, uh, tickets were booked. I mean, for instance, I mean, like it's small difficulties, which... uh, uh,
2: Visa, you need a month to get the visa, like even if you do all the technical stuff. And also, what do you really want, uh, like if you're... A candidate to be on a team to yeah. get the news. You're going to India next week. Like, I mean, that's just not, not realistic. And I should also say that I am very happy with the German team as they are. Like, it's not like you, uh, someone has a great tournament. You say, okay, you're out. Like, uh, Donchenko is great, and he'll be back surely at uh, the rate the rating used to have and a much higher rating. But it's not like you can say, okay, sorry, that, that other guy is having great tournament." No, or I, I agree team. with it's, you. It's more it's an not observation not really great,
1: that in think. chess, we're doing like this. While, for instance, in handball, also, I will see, you know, players, you know, four days before being told, sorry, you're just not in the team anymore. That's how it is. That is considered a premise in many sports, while in chess, we find it's unthinkable. I'm just trying to make a general point. I'm actually not this time going yeah.
2: especially at you. Yeah, fair enough. I would argue that maybe in physical sports, injury is also somewhat bigger topic than in chess. So you must have the flexibility I genu- to I generally actually agree with you. I'm just trying to event.
1: well keep conversation going somehow.
0: Yeah. So just to to fair finish much. with uh, French league. Uh, topic uh Najdid is playing under the uh, as a flag uh, I just checked and he's doing some uh, some boxing He's in incredibly uh, good shape actually I mean physical shape instead of having dinner with us he's the only one not coming is is uh, running <laughs> he's running like uh, in the evening he looks incredibly motivated and incredibly focused uh, no distraction for akad and uh well <laughs> okay. we're just counting on him <laughs> to to score points so Amazing, amazing just uh, he he said he started his boxing and he actually I mean one one can believe him because uh he's incredibly fit. So, yeah. Strange thing to make up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's so. Uh so, Peter. So you are now uh, um, an um official um candidate uh to become a Fide Deputy President with uh Bjorn would be a president. Uh, there is four teams who got uh, who got um, valid- I mean like nominated by the, the 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 countries the delegates. So please tell us more about your candidacy. Others, Just, Wh- yeah. what are you going Just to do? Just speak about FIFA for us. Yes. 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 No,
1: I mean well <laughs> up to this uh, sort of Super Bowl day, there was basically supposed to be four seems who has announced they were running but um, well Dvorkovic and Sherry Puff, um, were both sort of uh, they haven't sort of said long ago that they already had the endorsement while for Boris Pulis mm-hmm. tickets and for Fume ticket it seemed to be a race against the clock um uh, was struggling to find someone in Europe to endorse him while for the Boris Nelson ticket uh at first, it looked like Africa was uh, not so easy for us, but that we actually managed uh, thanks to South Sudan. Uh, we really appreciate it. And then um, it looked like Americas was going to be very difficult for us. And uh, well, it was this I think it was Wednesday that, or was it Tuesday that was the, the deadline. And I had to do preparation uh, at the same time while the deadline was running out. And um, I think like three hours before the deadline, Magnus uh, made a tweet where he said, Okay, someone in Americas, can you? please endorse the Barish police nilson ticket because then peter can stop keep preparing for the game and uh, well uh, the netherlands until stepped up gave us uh, the endorsement and we are in the race so that was uh, Duarte- do, do, do but to- you know
2: whom you whom you have to think as usual
1: i think it's uh, I, I don't think there is a direct connection there but uh, well who knows okay.
2: <laughs> there's no direct connection come on your old friend jan is at lunch stops by at magnus in the Hendrix table to do some small talk and say, oh, Peter, I think his ticket, they have four, four nominations now, but they're struggling with the Americas. Then there's a brief debate about if it would be fun to have season three, the rise and fall of Peter Heinrich Nielsen, the politician. Then there's a tweet, no direct connection? Please. I don't know,
1: we can ask. Uh, I would still think that they were just impressed with our political program, and I think they We should be. But uh,
0: Peter, and you, you forgot to, to thank uh, Auntie of uh, Netherlands. I mean, like, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Netherlands themselves, the 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 Netherlands
1: Netherlands Antilles. well, we're very grateful and uh, no, that uh, we really (laughs) appreciate it. I think also I would say that towards the FUME (laughs) ticket, it's a pity that they actually had five or six countries endorsing them. And I think they should have been allowed to run. I mean, one thing is if you support a ticket, another thing if the the ticket should be allowed to to run. So that's yeah, that's quite a big thing. So I was very happy about it
2: are you allowed to trade countries like can you give the netherlands to Fume and you get an african um, return uh, like it doesn't have to be official just some yeah yeah details.
1: of course uh, <laughs> such thoughts was mentioned but uh, it was clear that uh, for the barry's policy tickets we Transparency. don't do such things. so
0: either we do it so, by the rules or we don't do it at all that's how. so one quick question before we, we move on uh, do you think the nomination is it fair that it's uh, like it's transparent that it should shouldn't be anonymous like, because, okay, let's say the, the, the Netherlands give you the nominations and if Dvorkovic wins, you understand that they might be, might be scared that they, they would get less than other countries who supported Dvorkovic, for instance. So, should it be, in your opinion, should it be anonymous or it should be fully transparent?
1: I think it should be fully transparent because I think it's reasonable that not just anybody can run for president. I mean, it cannot be like Laurent just says, okay, I want to run for president. <laughs> what? He should be able to, but... Why not? There has to be five countries who stand up and say, sure. It's actually the same in the normal uh, political elections. You cannot just say, I insist on being uh, elected for a French Senate. There has to be people endorsing you, or you have to have done it before. This is Yeah, re- okay, but this,
0: that was my question. But I
1: think, yeah. no, this, I mean, well, at least we have to pretend that we are a normal, transparent uh, democracy. And of course, somebody has to stand uh, forward. But I get your point that, of course, some has mentioned to us that well, we like you and such, but it's maybe not that pleasant for us to endorse you because uh, in case there is a different leadership, it could have some kind of unfortunate consequences for us. So,
0: I it's I, yeah, I, I, problem. I mean, Who's that?
2: Just for no, transparency, no, that is it's not
1: transparency to, to tell you that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is just <laughs> idiots <laughs> yeah.
0: And so there is a, so Fume couldn't make it, and there is a, a dark horse, uh, which nobody knew that he would uh, he would run, which. I mean the well, guy okay, I know quite maybe, well. Actually, well,
1: he's from France, so maybe you knew, but just kept quiet to watch your good friend Peter Heine. How no, was it?
0: No, I, no, no, I, I didn't know at all. No. So uh, I maybe. think it was rumored. Yes, a guy to who was to l- go,
1: but uh, yes, that there was like a fifth ticket, and it was a bit unclear who was it going to be, but it turned out to be Bashar Kouatli, who was uh, was running, um, and that was a bit surprising to me because. I think one or two months ago, he was making public statements on how great Dvorkovic was doing and so. So I don't know if there was some kind of uh, backstage fight, if maybe Bashar expected that he would be Dvorkovic's wife. It also, based on what uh, you can see on Dvorkovic's uh, Facebook, um, there seems to have been some rumors that it's a backup ticket, uh, in case Dvorkovic, for instance, get sanctioned. And that, uh, but Dvorkovic, of course, is denying that. So well, there's a lot of things that I don't know. Surprisingly, yeah.
0: so co- correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Quartley is still Fide deputy president, exactly. If uh,
1: Dvorkovich would step down, uh, for instance, Koatli uh, would be the the president
0: for sure, yes. So yeah. he's actually so let's def- say, mind to, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, sorry, continue. The deputy
1: is running against the uh, sitting president, indeed, yes,
0: which is, I mean. Like uh, weird. So, so what vokovich is saying on his on his Facebook that?
1: Well, he was saying a couple of days before that, uh, before the sort of uh, deadline, that there is rumors or there is people who is trying to use his good name and saying that we are the backup t- t- ticket in case Dvorkovic, for instance, would be incapable to continue uh, and such. And um, well.
2: But haven't you guys denied since that you are the backup ticket? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Sorry, I'm just idea. trying yeah. to
2: hijack the politics the, the, talk with dumb jokes. That was, that was because Laurent is incredibly interested. All of a sudden, now that Coats yeah, is yeah, no, no is so, incredibly so let's remind.
0: Politics. Let's remind because I'm into like I, I was actually on the list, uh, which was running against Quatley, uh as um, president of the French Federation. So I was not very high on the team. You're also a politician. But I was, I, no I, I, I was on the list. Yeah, uh, so. And, and he lost he lost the local election, so it's a bit weird. With, after have to remind, he, he made 36%. Uh, he was a president, so, I mean, 36% is not great when there's three candidates and when you just made uh, five years in the office, but uh, whatever, so... The guy is losing local elections, so it's like you lose uh, to to eighteen hundred, but next 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 time you go to against twenty six hundred. Yeah, that's that's a bit funny to me. But uh, I mean, the guy has no has no shame uh, apparently in doing that. oh but I I don't think he will go to. In so you're it, you're it not yet. a fan. I take
2: it you're you're not a no, fan. No, I'm not of, a fan. no,
0: That's for sure. Yeah, he was a I mean very bad
2: president simply.
0: That's why I mean I didn't want to be involved. Uh, I mean at all in this. Uh, uh, French aspiration politics, but uh, I mean, at some point, you have, you have to. I mean, if there is a normal guy doing a if normal good job, people don't step up, the bad people win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, if the job is really too bad, I mean, you have to say something at some point. I think at some uh, point, I think it's exactly uh, maybe it's what Peter, I mean, if you would think that the, the current administration would be more or less acceptable but not great, you would probably not run.
1: Well, oh, that's very possible. Yes, I'm running for, uh, I mean, to fight this uh, Russian influence. Uh, there's absolutely no, no doubt about that. I want to say about Koatli that uh, at some point I made some strong tweets about him, but uh, for full sake of transparency, Laurent told me to do it.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. Take wow! It. <laughs> like I'm controlling your Twitter, <laughs> no, please. Your Twitter. <laughs> oh, <but> as, at <laughs> some point there was
1: actually a case going uh, with sort of uh, from the yeah. French, actually, French, I mean, French, he has French, problems French Parliament,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he appeared on the main uh, newspaper in France, and uh, there is some uh, court case going on about uh, his activity uh, of his enterprise when uh, when he was. President of Chess Federation. So, um, yeah, that's all very uh, shady, I would say. Uh, but actually, he was on the main. Uh, he was on the cover of two main uh, French uh, newspapers. So at least they talked about chess, but not in a very uh, <laughs> nice way. Not the way we like.
1: But actually, according now, he's on a opposing ticket of the one I'm running for, and I think according to the electoral rules, we're not allowed to sort of attack the integrity of other uh, tickets and such. So. I better stay away from that and just leave it to Lorraine. Mm-hmm.
0: Do, do you... <laughs> so you don't need to, uh, to... Actually, it's not like with your tweet. You don't need to ask me to do that. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, it seems like... <laughs> it <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it <laughs> counts <laughs> yeah. by itself.
1: But this was... Uh, well, it was a bit surprising. and uh, But it was actually really, really up to a deadline. And we, we definitely only had the the last signature from the Netherlands Antilles. Uh, actually, very late. So this was... Uh, I was thrilling. And... Uh, well, you know, it was like... Uh,
2: t- I had a talk with Anish right after it. It's shocking how little control we have over our federations. Because Germany endorsed as Germany,
1: well. uh, they didn't officially endorse us. But uh,
2: two days after... S- that, s- I saw on the Shakur yeah. website. Yeah, then yeah, they a later. went
1: out and they recommended the Boris Pulis nielsen ticket. And they said that it's important to, well, you would sort of say contain or, su- or suppress is probably the right word... Uh, Russian influence in, in the chess world so they no I mean we had um, quite these countries uh, sort of endorsing us and then Germany joined uh, shortly afterwards to, to su- show support so that um, it's very much appreciated I think that uh, if I have to advertise it's uh, well I can mention the cut co- no I shouldn't advertise here on the podcast that would not be I' not be fair so but fair. you you never
2: we would never use this podcast for your political <laughs> agenda having said that you're currently very concerned that the current FIDE government, they seem to be campaigning for re-election. Why is that wrong? Isn't that what people No, do?
1: I mean, the, the, the rules are pretty clear that during the electoral period, which is the, the three months leading up to the elections. Uh, I mean, people who is in political office like Dvorkovic and Koyatli, they cannot use any kind of FIDE funds to campaign. And secondly, the one I'm most upset uh, or uh, outraged about is that FIDE officials can in no way be used in the campaign. They cannot use, uh, well, they're not allowed to travel with uh, candidates to to campaign. They're not allowed to use even their phones or any kind of... uh Hang
2: on, they're not allowed to Ah. travel with candidates? They're not allowed to travel with candidates
1: for campaign reasons. So the argument...
2: Sure, but if they are... I mean, it's always will be a grey area. No? They can travel to any country to discuss the implementation of the FIDE, chess and the schools program there. I understand, there. but let's um, say, for
1: instance, uh, a bit more than four years ago, uh, before the previous elections, Bologan was traveling in South America. He was openly campaigning there for Dvorkovic. He was <coughs> telling them that, well, Dvorkovic is going to bring in uh, uh, 3 million uh, euros and, uh, well, there's like 150 countries on the... Uh, sort of under the development fund, there will be twenty thousand for each, uh, and such. And that he was opening is saying that point. You can see that is in, in articles and such. When you then send the exact same person together with Dvorkovich just before an elections, it's very difficult not to see it as a campaign. Also, you can see they travel a lot of countries and visit delegates. I mean, well, if that's not campaigning, what is actually campaigning would be my next question.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm actually, sorry to say, but uh, I'm with Peter on that uh, 100%. I mean, this is just a shame. I mean, it's, it was exactly, Quatley actually did the same uh, in France with General Director. I was complaining about that. She's, uh, she was an employee. Uh, and she shouldn't make, I mean, like, she was even voting. I mean, like, the, the day of the election, she was even a delegate. So, I mean, like, uh, an employee was a delegate to vote. I mean, she's just uh, completely wrong. And uh, shouldn't happen. You have three months where you should That's stay okay. quiet. I mean, Sutovsky shouldn't post on Facebook. This is just uh, 100% wrong again.
1: Maybe the worst thing is, uh, well, I think it's Bologan right now in South America, but also Dana uh, Rechnitzer, who is sort of uh, the yeah employed by Fili, went with Daukovitch to get to Montenegro. They met the prime minister, but they also met uh, the chess federation. Uh, I think at the same 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 meeting, and some days after. Montenegro is announced as they are endorsing Dvorkovic for European, uh, sorry, as the European country, right? I mean, well, the point is, if they make rules and they have made them themselves, you're not allowed to campaign during this period. Well, I would like to hear, if that is not campaigning, which kind of campaigning is it that then that's illegal? I mean, there's nothing left simply it makes no sense of
2: course so what do you what do you expect Dvorkovich to do you would expect him to campaign but not bring the FIDA well, general say that director A, he shouldn't
1: trip. travel with any of FIDA officials b he should pay for his tickets and everything himself that's yeah. that's the rules he's made it's extremely simple i mean he just should have the same conditions as we do if he has to go some kind of very official meeting that's nothing to do with campaign feed can pay for it but that he's traveling yeah. all over the world meeting delegates but, of course, he cannot do the last three months. That's the whole point of the rules. Yeah, of it's
0: course, if he's, if he's at, at the opening ceremony of the candidates, then gain. I mean, like, that. FIDE can pay and so on. Closing ceremony as well. But if he's visiting one country for the three months, of course, he should pay because it's each country you are visiting. I mean, it's obvious that you are, you are talking about uh, upcoming elections. I will
1: make a counter argument. You could argue that Dworkowitz has completely stopped campaigning because he's not he's doing only trips with FIDE officials which of course, by definition, then is not campaigning. He's not traveling together with Vichy. He's not traveling together with Jörn or Su or or Mamadov. So you can argue Djokovic is not campaigning at all. But of course he is. It makes simply, I mean, it makes no sense logically. It's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, well, I think it's misuse of... Uh,
2: but that means you think they have to campaign because your, your ticket poses a serious enough threat that re-election is not, not safe. Uh, uh-huh.
1: I don't know. I think it's normaler if you run too often. You try to explain to the world why you are doing it. Else, uh, it becomes well. Also, well, there's should some belief in that we are a vibrant democracy that sort of uh, actually takes elections serious and we try to discuss what's the, the plan and such. Uh, that would be normal. I mean, well, you so
0: Peter, tell us, what 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 are your chances? What do you think now?
2: Well, I. It's really just switching the topic, no? Such yeah, yeah, motivation.
0: yeah. Me or?
2: Peter? If you need someone to to travel Southeast Asia yeah. to to meet FIFA delegates, Laurent and I, we can, we can make it happen. It happen.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. We won't
2: campaign for you, but uh, we no, will you're travel not to campaign
1: for me. That's completely fine.
0: You can <laughs> tell you. Yeah, but yeah, now, no, uh, I, I know we're allowed. to we, say we won't. We will try, but we will probably not manage.
2: That's the problem. <laughs> we'll try. No, we'll try our best. Fair enough. <laughs> Where do we send the yeah. invoice?
1: No, you don't send the invoice, you just uh, do it. We are sort of more, uh, uh, we are no. running on arguments more than on, uh, on huge funds at the moment, <laughs> in, a, in a way,
0: I would say. Not in a way, exactly. So what do you think? What is, how afraid is he? What do you think of your chances? I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, well,
1: I also, I think it's like before, I mean, to sort of define what is the chances, I think it's more for commentators. It's like before the match with Magnus, would we sit down and think, okay, do we have 85% chances or it's only 80%? Um, we know we have a chance.
2: But that's the ballpark, yeah? If We have 85%. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I just mentioned some random figures. I think we are trying to, I sure, think sure. it's incredibly important um, to to do something about the, the Russian influence in chess. And uh, it's something that's worth fighting for. And the chance is more than zero. So we're going to do our best. And I think the- well, you can see that the
0: so conscience is more zero countries like uh, German and Na- Netherlands
1: uh, stand. no, I think
2: I'm quoting Kramnik uh, uh, before okay. the case. But as your official campaign podcast, we we still need <laughs> more talking points. and the the talking points keep being, too much Russian influence, transparency, and we'll do our best. So we m- need more. Maybe, maybe. Varys Politz, no, where's the, where the Jan, big mission Jan, statement? Jan,
0: We should remind uh, every time. I may maybe on every podcast that we, we I mean, it was not the sure. it was not the, the the purpose of the podcast. We got tricked into that. We are no, just that's, that's why I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, here. I'm, I mean, like uh...
1: <laughs> I didn't know at the time, but I just thought having the podcast would be a good sort of easy platform for me, should I go in many directions, right? So, it's, uh, you know, uh, okay, that actually hurt, (laughs) so I take it back. No, I mean, well, I think that, uh, I forgot what what your question is, can you repeat
2: it? I was asking for a more detailed plan by the Boris Proles Nielsen ticket, how they want to develop chess all over the world other than transparency and no Russian money.
1: I think that we think that uh, it's not just having no russian money but having no having a fide president that is not linked to the kremlin
2: other than transparency and no, no russian but influence this is
1: very important you should try and imagine the world views change on chess and feed in case there is not no links to the kremlin anymore it suddenly becomes a completely different ball game where you can start
2: uh, looking but at- you're just running a negative campaign you should have some positive arguments things you can give it's the ex- chess ex- 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 it's
1: extremely positive. That. A lot of doors will open. Right now, look at the companies that has been able to attract. Yeah. It's not what you would like it's to true. find. It's you have a much better chance if that, I mean, imagine a sort of a big uh, global company uh, looking. Should we sponsor FIDE? Should we sponsor went. I mean, they're gonna, I mean, Google it a bit. They will see that, okay, oligarchs are coming, that we have had a lot of Russian state companies sponsoring. Of course, it's gonna be a completely different situation if this is not the association there is anymore. Imagine also the big story it will be if chess actually breaks free from that. I see a lot of potential there.
2: I hope you're right. And I understand this has to be a message. But chess history has also shown us that usually giant corporations aren't that thrilled to pour money into chess long term. Chess has always depended on private individuals that are in charge. And, and of I would of money say, say that the, the Soviet it. Russian
1: okay. sphere of influence has been like uh, 40 to 45 years if you calculate Campomanas in between and such. Kastroff, of matches, I think some of them actually have impressive price funds, especially if you take into uh, account inflation and such. Uh,
2: so no- so yeah. your argument is Western sponsors weren't wanted or needed. I also needed. think that
1: for, let's say for, for Dvorkovic, with, with the situation before
2: um, sort of the...
1: the, the, the set-
2: no, I mean over the last 40 till 45 Not to 45 years. to that
1: extent. <laughs> I mean, I think that, uh, well, not heavily no i mean why would they in a way they will also start losing control in a way if if you were the pro- one providing all the russian sponsors you keep control of the things that's very logical in, a, in my opinion so i think no that this would create a completely different dynamic uh, no doubt about it but of course uh,
0: yeah and w- why not to to mention that i mean like they have many yeah russian sponsors i mean like now with the situation i mean it's not clear even from a pragmatic po- point of view it's not clear how Dvorkovich, uh, if Dvorkovich will manage to find any, and it's actually very, I mean, you, you I can mean, doubt. I, I was it. reading
1: up a bit on, for instance, Bologan's statement when he was traveling South America in 2018, and he was arguing that, well, Dvorkovich knows a lot of government leaders, he knows a lot of company CEOs, but they are all in the Russian uh, direction and such. I mean, you don't see sort of uh, government leaders of a very, let's say, Western orientation or... Um, of uh, companies and CEOs who would sort of link up with
2: which I don't think so. Okay, but, but my question was is there anything else than transparency and uh, <laughs> less Russian influence and that's still no, all we're talking about. of course, about. <laughs> also we have
1: spoken with the countries that are endorsing us and we are trying to, well, more understand which kind of needs they have and how we can help the regions and such because, well, uh, when we spoke to, to some of the countries in Africa, of course, it becomes clear to me that they have a very different sort of well, situation from us who lives in, in sort of uh, this part of the chess world that cares a lot about World Cups and such. For instance, that they were unhappy that uh, no big events is, is hosted there and such. So, of course, um, there is a lot of interesting challenges in that way, and of course, we'll have to deal with it. But I think also you're asking too much that we should have a fully fledged program that covers all these things. While we don't have access to, uh, I mean, a lot of lot, lot, no, no, I'm not lot asking for that, but say, yeah, employees <laughs> and stuff. So, um, I mean. Well, I, I understand what, you, what so you're saying.
2: I'm asking if you're in charge of the chess world, what, what do you want to do? Like, then the goal has been fulfilled. No no Russian influence, and Prior you can a start, be very transparent. We, would, uh, uh, we will, start will start to
1: look do? for sponsorship that is not politically linked, but more commercially based and such. And we see a lot of promise there. With, uh, I think it's going to be a boost. If uh, I think it's going to be a great sc- story that the chess world actually decides no, we don't want to be linked up with, with Russia anymore. I think that's. I think you're. <laughs>
2: How do you, how do you look for it? Like, uh, does Barsh Prolitz have a network there?
1: I'm not going to mention you any, any names, but yes, we actually have uh, contact with, with, with people that would, uh, I think, well, you, well, you will see, I think we're going to mention things uh, at some point, but, uh, don't have so, to be so transparency in so every, every stage.
0: <laughs> so Jan is interesting about the program, sure. but I want some more transparency about the campaigning, how will it work? Will, are you calling like all day long? Uh, the delegates, uh, are you planning to travel somewhere? Are you planning to come to Chennai? Are you planning to to open a website with your proposal? Uh, what are you planning to do? Because we know, I mean, the program is very really nice, nice ideas, nice questions, yeah, but it's all about, you know,
2: <laughs> talking to people and uh, while well, getting the vote. Because well, that's sort of the point we're making, no? Like, <laughs> just well, it's all networking.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, well, it's obvious we cannot beat them on networking. It's, I mean. They have had four years where they have uh, specifically sort of targeted, um, I mean, delegates and such. When we have to do it differently, I mean, it's obvious if we play their game, we're going to lose. Also, it's obvious that if they actually have their employee Mm -hmm. resources, there's no way we can compete with that. We're going to do it differently, no doubt. And uh, of course, we're going to have a website. uh, And I cannot tell you the exact date, but uh, we are working on stuff like this. But of course. the number of resources is completely different. I'm in a chess camp in the US right now. I've just been with Magnus and Stavanger. I'm doing a podcast with you guys and such. right? Uh, of course, it's asymmetric. We have
0: to... Oof. Our uh, fault. No, but uh, how, how, how many hours it takes you per, per day? I mean... I don't know. It's, it's like asking
2: you how many hours... Ha- this is this is literally your best marketing <laughs> resource. Don't blame no, us no, no. for yeah. holding well, back you your campaign. Ask- <laughs> We're talking about your campaign I for mean, the last you are half hour. You're yeah. asking
1: how many hours do we spend a day. It's the same like... How many hours a day do you spend when you charge Magnus for a full day? I mean, are we talking about you sitting in front of the computer Dude. analyzing or I was talking about you? Yeah, too. Fair enough. Are we talking about you sort of sitting in a bar but actually thinking about the Berlin? I mean, it's complicated, right? I mean, these tweets I make, well, they take some, you know, subconscious thinking to materialize and such. So it's, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> these 20 tweets a day you make yeah yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's like a lot of su- subconscious and conscious uh, thinking no they have this <laughs> but, uh, they have
1: these short breaks at this camp for like 15 minutes and where you have to sort of change your, your i mean your group but you also have to answer free feed employees it's very stressful i mean uh, but i'm doing
2: my best Oof. Oof. Mm-hmm. hang in there we appreciate your hard work
0: okay so um, um something Something to add on Fide topic? I can talk for forever, but uh, though, I yeah, got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the feeling if I say I something, I will bullet
1: for fifteen minutes. So it's it's okay for this time. We'll we'll have more time. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. No. Um, also, Peter, I, I don't hate you and your campaign. I'm just trying because this is not an official campaign podcast. So ask some quick questions and, uh, to to make things that's, interesting. That's awesome. <laughs> but
1: well, I actually. I appreciate having critical questions, but I like that others get critical questions. For instance, recently you had numerous interview sessions with the uh, uh, deputy candidate of uh, Arkady Dvorogovic, but my recollection was that you asked him zero critical questions.
0: Right?
2: No. No, 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 no. Vichy. Wow. Vichy, Vichy,
0: Vichy. I was doing
2: commentary at Norway Chess. Vichy shows up once or twice and he wants me to ask after the game to ask him campaign <laughs> well, questions? That's an insane request. You would <laughs> never, ever, ever do that if you were in my uh, position. Like, now you're just being completely unreasonable. And no, you know I that.
1: disagree a bit. I mean, it's actually... He's, <laughs> no, I do. you don't. It's, so, now, now, <laughs> now, people, now,
0: people, you have to... I, I'm cutting you both. Now you understand why I'm in this podcast. <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the middle guy who just say at the end of the podcast, let's get a beer. And <laughs> no, no, no. I have to answer. Okay, Peter.
1: I, I, I actually think <laughs> that... Uh, well Vichy is a deputy uh, president candidate and it's during an election time officially he should be able to get some questions I agree that one minute after the game he shouldn't get a tough question necessarily but it should also be reasonable that uh
2: Vichy if you're listening you're always welcome on this <laughs> podcast and we'll ask you very tough questions about the your campaign um, transparency the funding like anytime yes. please come debate talk
0: yeah, I'm not. We can also have
2: Peter, Peter and Vichy both. We can we can debate. Oh, that's we'll amazing! Amazing, exactly,
0: amazing. Uh, yeah, I do think Vichy will? I mean, Vishi is not campaigning at all. I mean, like depends. Uh, no, no. I mean, well, he's. I mean, t- he, tweeting a bit like his me. His name is enough,
1: basically. Yeah, huh? of course. I mean, I understand. You are trying his to, sa- to say that time. they have a reputable deputy, and he doesn't have to talk. That's
0: what you're saying. No. No, but I mean, I mean uh, but it's what is going to happen actually. But uh, yeah, yeah, I
1: get the point. I just say it's a pity that I mean yeah. well that okay. Vichy, Yuran, Sushen no, no. and Mamadov is not making any kind of arguments. I mean it shouldn't be Dana, Sutovsky, and Bologan who is campaigning, but we're going round in circles. Of course. Um,
0: yeah, that's for sure. And I they answered Yam. So well I right. don't know. <laughs> so do you have some okay. uh, so we did not have any questions maybe for the next week we should we should get some questions please ask your question to the future deputy president fide deputy, deputy president uh, Peter who will get his nice colleagues I'm still you know appeal committee I'm a, I'm a candidate to be a member of any appeal committee anywhere in the world <laughs> so please Peter don't forget about your, your old friend no it's really not uh, what nice. it's about for okay. us I'm sorry but <laughs> okay
1: no, you're thinking.
2: Uh, it, uh, it uh, uh, fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Okay. It's
2: it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Uh... Laurent, to lighten the mood, tales from the training camps. Shall we talk about that one night in Thailand that we don't talk about?
0: <laughs> oh wow. Uh, uh, which one?
2: <laughs> no, but you're not sober. The, this decision has to be taken soberly. <laughs> okay. and uh, Which one? Excellent <laughs> question. <laughs>
0: We won very early, actually. Uh, okay, so uh, chicken of the week, Peter. Someone to nominate? I'm going to nominate myself because I can. I'm playing some chess, and I can feel the 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 old instinct, you know, that uh, I feel a move is better, but that one is safer. Ah. Let's go for the safer one. I mean, this is always the same today. I mean, that was just... uh, I hated myself after playing like... You know, he has a bishop h6 attacking my knight on f4. And I have the choice between knight d3, which is obviously a good move going to c5. And I have the knight g2, which is protecting e3 and making sure there is never bishop e3. And at the end of the day, I calculate everything. I think knight d3 is a better move. But I just go knight g2 and this is just... um, This is a shame. What can I say? This is a chicken attitude. What about I'm you glad guys?
2: you're finally embracing your inner chicken. Because this category has often been you been you mocking people for being chicken. Yeah. Why we should praise people for being like us.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Do you have any chickens?
1: I really thought I had one, but mm. uh, I'm definitely not daring.
2: I was hoping Rajabov would cancel the candidates last minute so I could nominate him. But he's he's arrived in Madrid. Ding Liren has also boarded his flight. Everyone will be there. hitchy I saw a picture with... Did, did you see on Twitter?
0: With Jubojevic. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, so. that was That was weird to say the least, but okay, why not? I guess Yubo is good company, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Former top three or two in
1: the world? Probably three, right? Or was it two? I forgot.
0: I think it was very much Cup of Kasparov in his days. So uh, I would say number three. But before, no, you might have <coughs> Before, guy? Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's anyway, it'll be a quiz question. I'm not sure. I really, sure. Yeah. I really thought, anyway. I, I thought I had a good chicken,
1: but I can't fully remember. It's embarrassing. Um, so no, I don't know. One could also argue, of course, that Mavadiarov really should play on, but uh, in the last uh, game. But I don't. That's no, not it, not it's chicken. not chicken. I, it. I agree. <coughs> this is not chicken and stuff. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm. I don't know. I would have liked to punish, okay. but I don't know exactly why. So it doesn't make much sense in that sense. So yeah, <sighs> it's a bit weird. This weak.
0: is chicken by default. Let's face it. Yeah.
1: Also, Wesley um, So was kind
2: of impressing. He wasn't that chicken. He was just being playing good chess, was my impression. He ran yeah, out yeah. of steam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, was, that was heartbreaking. My boy mm-hmm. Wesley couldn't really finish yeah. the job.
1: No. No, we cannot have only one chicken nomination. That's not, not enough,
2: in a way. We can all, we can all of nominate him. Because okay. he of course. finally accepts that yeah. he's a chicken. And I want he's drawing team. all his games. He beats the 2200. I, I like, will
1: nominate
2: uh, Bashar Koyatli to I, make orang you know,
1: happy. And also I will say that when, when you run for FIDE, yeah. you should be transparent about your motivations. You should not run sort of hidden and only come forward uh, after the deadline. You should uh, you should stand up before that and say that you have these ambitions.
0: So yeah. That would be reasonable. I mean, that was just... Uh, I, I'm yeah. not sure I mean it,
1: but it, well, now I, I said it at least. So yeah. to make you, I made you happy, right?
0: no i'm I'm I'm, um, I'm a terrible chicken because now I want this podcast to to be to be over basically and go to sleep prepare, <laughs> and uh, tomorrow I have a black game I'm, I'm incredibly scared I have to have to check my my black I, I had
1: a long work day, That's but uh, 12 hours but now I have a campaign call so I will also do that
0: Wow
2: amazing thank you I've also had a very tough day so now I'll go shoot things on Twitch and um hopefully. Survived 20 minutes in a row. Okay. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. See you next week. As always. Great pleasure.
0: (laughs) Gensuda Sumos. Fida Heine Nielsen.